Jazallahu bil khayrati anna imnatan Lana naqalul qur'an azban wa salsala Faminhum budurun sab'atun qatawasatat Sama'al ula wal'ad li zuhran wa kummala My beloved brothers and sisters, inshallah ta'ala In this episode I'm going to go into the fourth shubha The fourth doubt that the non-Muslims and the Orientalists have brought forward regarding the preservation of the Qur'an. This shubha, insha'Allah ta'ala, is jawazu qira'atul Qur'ani bil ma'na. They said that it is permissible in accordance to your tradition, O Muslims, that the Qur'an can be read based on meaning. That is not a concept of the words are verbatim, that they are from God like this, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like this, the way it is, but you can read the Qur'an based on meaning. As long as the concept is passed on, that's all that matters. And we want to say, reciting the Qur'an based on meaning and changing a word to another word, as long as it has the same meaning, is not a concept we believe in when it comes to the Qur'an. The Qur'an, we believe the wordings have to be left the way that the Prophet recited it, alayhi salatu It can't be changed, it cannot be altered. They said, no, we have evidence for this. If you're truthful, bring your evidences. They said, our evidence is, مَا رَوَاهُ أَبُوْ دَاوُودِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ أُبَيْ بْنُ كَعْبٍ The hadith is found in Sunan Abi Dawood, that Ubay radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said لَيْسَ مِنْهَا إِلَّا شَافٍ كَافٍ إِنْ قُلْتَ سَمِيعًا عَلِيمًا عَزِيزًا حَكِيمًا مَا لَمْ تَخْتِمْ آيَةَ عَذَابٍ بِرَحْمَةٍ أو آيَةَ رَحْمَةٍ بِعَذَابٍ They brought this hadith This hadith talks about the ahruf that we spoke about The mode of recitation of the Quran In which it came down in and in the siyak of the hadith, the context of the hadith, in one of its wordings, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, all of those different uh, ahruf, the Prophet ﷺ said, Laysa minha illa shafin. All of them are enough. Kafin. They cure, they fulfill the objective, they're enough. In qulta, if you say, this is where the shubha for them came from, this is where the doubt came to them. In qulta sami'an alima, if you say sami'an alima, or if you say Aziz and Hakima, ma lam takhtim, as long as you do not conclude a verse with ayat adabin with the punishment bi rahmatin. So the ayah is talking about adab, as long as you don't conclude it with the ayah, uh, with the wording of rahmah. And the ayah is talking about adab, it's talking about punishment. You cannot conclude with wallahu afuru rahim, for example. Or the ayah is talking about uh, mercy, you cannot conclude it with a uh, at the ending of it, that which shows Wallahu Shadidul Iqab, for example, Allah Savin is punishment. You can't. I is talking about mercy. But for example, if the man steals and the woman steals, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did he say? Chop their hand off. Now that ayah, um, you can't, it cannot finish with Allah Ghafur Rahim, because I is talking about a capital punishment. So it's Wallahu Azizul Hakim, correct. So they're saying, look, your hadith is saying this. It's saying that as long as you can finish the ayah with mercy, because it was talking about mercy, 
And as long as you can finish the ayah that was talking about punishment with a that which con, that which concludes the meaning of a punishment, we'll say that's a misunderstanding of the hadith, and we'll mention why. They're also pushed forward by saying that the Ahmed narrated in his Musnad on the authority of Abu Huraira that the Prophet ﷺ said, "Unzil al-Qur'an ala sab'ati ahruf." That the Quran was sent down in seven modes: Aliman, Hakiman, Ghafur al-Rahiman. Aliman, Hakiman, Ghafur al-Rahiman. So this is look. Aliman, Hakiman, if you want, you can read. Ghafur al-Rahim, if you want, you can read. It's your choice. We're going to refute this shubha in three ways, inshaAllah ta'ala. The first refutation is that which Ibn Abdul Bar Rahimahullah said. Ibn Abdul Bar Rahimahullah, the great Maghribi scholar, he said, As for the statement of the Prophet in this hadith where he said, Sami'an, Aliman, Ghafuran, Rahiman, Aliman, Hakiman, other than that, he said, فَإِنَّمَا أَرَادَ بِهِ ضَرْبُ الْأَمْنِ فَإِنَّمَا أَرَادَ بِهِ ضَرْبُ الْمَثَلِ لِلْحُرُوفِ الَّتِي نَزَلَ الْقُرْآنُ عَلَيْهَا The Prophet was trying to give an example of the different modes in which the Qur'an came with. That the concept that the verse will be speaking about is what the conclusion will generally be. It doesn't mean you can read whatever you want. It, the ayah, the Prophet saying here that when the surah, when the ayah, sorry, when the ayah is talking about a punishment, it's going to always end with ghafur rahim. And when it's talking about a punishment, it's going to end with that which gives the meaning of that, such as Wallahu Shadidul Aqabu, something like that. But if the ayah is mercy and it's talking about mercy, it's going to finish with Wallahu Afur Rahim and etc. Yani the meaning and the ayah would have the same conclusion. That's what the, the Prophet is saying here. It's not saying you read as you wish. And Ibn Abdul Bar Allah mentions that in his uh, statement. Also, the second refutation on this issue is that. The Prophet ﷺ taught the noble companion Al-Bara ibn Azib a dua. And the dua that he taught him was, Allahumma amantu bi kitabika alladhi anzalt wa bi nabiyika alladhi arsalt. The Prophet taught this to uh, Al-Bara ibn Azib, this dua. And Bara said, Faradattuha ala al-Nabi. I repeated the dua to the Prophet so I could correct my memorization. When I reached the part Allahumma amantu bi kitabika alladhi anzalt Instead of saying wa bi nabiyika alladhi arsalt Bara ibn Azib changed the word wa bi nabiyika he changed it to wa rasulika alladhi arsalt And then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him la wa nabiyika alladhi arsalt The Prophet said no The Prophet He said wa bi nabiyika alladhi arsalt Change it to that wording Bring it back to what I taught you the wording I taught you Bukhari narrated that so if Qira'ati al-Hadith ama Qira'ati al-Adhkar bil-ma'na is not allowed, then how would it be allowed for the Qur'an? If the Adhkar, you can't read it based on meaning and you have to take the wording from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then how would the Qur'an be? And the Prophet is not letting Al-Bara ibn Azib change the wording from a dhikr. How would he let the Sahabas change sallallahu alayhi wa um, the Quran in whatever way they want. The third refutation on this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not allow the Prophet to change the wordings of the Quran. How can the Prophet give permission to other people to do it? 
Allah says in the ayah, وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ قَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَرْجُونَ لِقَاءَنَا أَتِي بِقُرْآنٍ غَيْرِ هَذَا أَوْ بَدِّلُوا قُلْ مَا يَكُونُ لِأَنْ أُبَدِّلُهُمْ مِنْ تِلْقَاءِ نَفْسِي إِنْ أَتَّبِعُوا إِلَّا مَا يُوحَى إِلَيْهِ إِنِّي أَخَافُ إِنْ عَصَيْتُ رَبِّي عَذَابًا so if Nabiullah Muhammad was not allowed and the ayah saying that he's not allowed to, I can't change it from my own self. How can then we say that the Prophet is giving permission to other people to read the Quran in whatever way they want? Whatever you want, read Ghafur Rahim. If the ayah is talking about mercy, just read Ghafur Rahim. No. The wording, the letters of the Quran are all At-Talaqi wal-Mushafaha wal-Riwayah. The missionaries, the orientalists, they said, this is, we still got more. So they brought another shubha to argue their point. They said, okay, what about this hadith? Where do you take this hadith? Which hadith? Ma rawahu Ahmed. That which Imam Ahmed narrated. That the Prophet ﷺ said, Ya Umar, Umar, in al-Quran kullahu sawabun, ma lab yuj'al adabun maghfiratan aw maghfiratun adaba. Umar, the Quran, all of it is right. As long as you do not make a... Ayah that's talking about punishment, you do not make it into a mercy, and an ayah that's talking about mercy and forgiveness, you do not change it to punishment. And as, as long as the meaning is not changed, you can recite it the way you want. That's what they say. That's what the hadith is saying according to them. And that's what they say is what is meant by it. I refute them uh, in the following way, inshallah ta'ala. The context of this hadith refuses, refutes them, which is this hadith, the Prophet said this to Umar, at the conflict of him and Hisham ibn Hakim. Umar and Hisham both recited the Quran in different ways and they had a conflict amongst themselves. Both of them came to the Prophet ﷺ to judge between them. Then the Prophet said to Umar, Ya Umar, inna al-Qur'ana kullahu sawab. Both of you, your Quran, all of it is right. And then the Prophet ﷺ told him that these ayats, the wordings are different. But the meaning is the same. The, like it will not happen in any of the qira'at that is talking about punishment and it will conclude with a uh, forgiveness. That's what the Prophet was saying to Umar. That both of your recitations is right. And the evidence to show you that both of their recitation, they took it from the Prophet. None of them took their recitation from, them, from themselves. And both of them were saying, This is how the Prophet taught me. This is how the Prophet taught me. So the Prophet was explaining to Umar, Oh Umar, the, both of your Qur'ans are right. As long as the, the, when you read an ayah, it doesn't change the ending by saying Ghafur Rahim when it's talking about adab. Why did the Prophet say that? Because he was saying that your qira'ah and the qira'ah of Hisham and Hakim, both of you do not have conflicting recitations. Conflicting recitation. Both of your recitation complements one another. It has the same meaning uh, in it, or it's propagating the same concept. Both of them, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose. Both of them have the same meaning in it, and the same concepts are in there. Some, one might have extra meaning over the other one. No problem. There's no contradiction, though. Then they said, okay, we still have more. You, you think... Uh, we haven't got enough, we still got more. 
هي what's the extra doubt that you have regarding this they said ما رواه الطبراني أما ما رواه الطبري وابن جرير الطبري narrated أن دا أن أبا درداء so before they brought hadith from the prophet now they say the sahabas we've got athar from the sahabas هي أبا درداء أن أبا درداء كان يقرأ رجلا أبو درداء was reading to a man كان أبو درداء يقرأ رجلا أبو درداء was reading to a man and he was reciting to him إن شجرة الزقوم طعام الأثيم the man recited it and he said طعام اليتيم أبو درداء said say إن شجرة الزقوم طعام الفاجر he said that to him قل إن شجرة الزقوم طعام الفاجر الإمام السيوطي mentioned in his kitab الدرة المنثور from ابن مسعود ابن مسعود the same story but not أبو درداء rather ابن مسعود they also used another evidence they said that أنس ابن مالك as also ابن جرير الطبري narrated that أنس ابن مالك recited the آية إن ناشئة الليل هي أشد وطأ وأقوى مقيلة he recited it as وأصوب قيلة instead of وأقوى مقيلة and some of the people that were sitting there, they said to him, Ya Aba Hamza. We're talking to who? Anas ibn Malik. It's not Aswa Buqila. It is Wa Aqwa Muqila. And then he said to them, Aqwam wa Aswa wa Ahiya Wahid. All of these are the same. Aqwam, Aswa, and Ahiya are all the same. Say, look, here we find Sahabas changing wordings. We asked them, Do you have any more? Say, yeah, we've got another one. Abi Sirar al-Ghanui, he was reciting Fajasu Khilal al-Diyar. And he recited it as what? Fahasu. And then it was said to him, Jasu. And then he said, Jasu wahasu wahid. That's what he said. The refutation to this issue is in three steps, inshallah. The first one is, all of this which you mentioned from the Sahabas are not what it seems from the apparent. Why? Because we have clear-cut evidences, clear-cut from the Qur'an and the Sunnah that do not allow the Qur'an to be changed. I remember reciting the ayah, وَإِذَا تُتْلَ عَلِيمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ قَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَرْجُونَ لِقَاءً أَتِي بِقُرْآنٍ غَيْرِ هَذَا أَوْ بَدِّلُوا قُلْ مَا يَكُونُ لِي أَنْ أُبَدِّلُهُمْ تِلْقَاءِ نَفْسِهِ We also have the Prophet sallallahu we also have that Allah Taala said in the Quran, "Walau taqawla alayna ba'd al-aqawil, la khadna minhu bil-yamin, thumma qatana minhu al-wathir." We have Allah Subhanahu wa Taala saying to the Prophet, "Ya Rasul, bilig ma unzila ilayka min Rabbik." Muhammad convey what was sent on you, not what you want to make up and add into the religion, but convey what was sent to you. And Muhammad Sallallahu wa Sallam would never want to change it. He would never even go forward to changing it. He's greater and higher than that, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So those evidences divert these evidences or these doubts that you're bringing forward from its apparent uh, point. Number two, the second response is, these recitations that you are bringing forward is maybe and most likely a recitation that they heard from the Prophet, but it was abrogated in the final version of the Quran when Jibreel came the last Ramadan of the Prophet's life, alayhi salatu 
it was one of the verses that were abrogated. The evidence for that is فَجَاسُوا خِلَالَ الْدِيَارِ Reciting as وَحَاسُوا ibn Abbas and Talha ibn Masrafin, both of them used to recite that. That's important. Also, Al-Imam Al-Qurtubi, he took the opinion that these recitations of Abu Darda and Ibn Mas'ud and Anas ibn Malik and others was tafsir of the ayah. When they were saying, وَأَقْوَى مُقِيلًا as وَأَصْوَى مُقِيلًا It wasn't that they were reciting the verse as a Qur'an like that, but they were trying to explain what أَقْوَمُ means. It meaning أَصْوَبُ or طَعَامُ الْأَثِيمُ أَثِيمُ here means الفاجر. Ibn Mas'ud was explaining the meaning. And that's what Imam Al-Qurtubi said. وَلَا حُجَّةَ فِي هَذَا لِلْجُهَالِ مِنْ أَهْلِ الزَّيْغِ There's no evidence in this for these ignorant, deviated people. That you can change the Quran with one word and with another word. Because Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, when he was doing that, and he was reciting, it was to bring the meaning closer to the students. So Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was doing that to make the people understand the meaning. It was tafsir wa tawdih lillafd al-Qur'an. It was to explain the meaning in that. What does the word al-Athim mean? Al-Athim means al-Fajr. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud is explaining it. Like Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was not saying that this word can be changed with this word as they have the same meaning. Nah, he didn't say that. Inshallah, I hope this response is enough to uh, prove that what they have brought forward is Oham bin Bayt al-Ankabut. Their doubts are very weak. And How many people, they criticize someone's statement, they criticize the Quran, they criticize, but the problem is not with the Quran, it's their weak understanding. It's not grounded. They just don't have what it, what's needed to understand. So we ask Allah to guide them. If he wants to guide them, and if Allah doesn't, may Allah show us in these people his ability and strength and destroy them and bring them to an end. But if he wants to guide them, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it's written for them guidance, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide them to the religion of Islam. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and shaytan. And Allah and his messenger are both free from it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How can you do? A two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel. Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward that could be waiting for you on the day of judgment if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.